Hello and welcome, I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. And we are still knee deep in tech, and this is episode 36, recorded on the 23rd of March 2018. We are tired. <laughs> we are tired, and what's even worse, half my face is numb since I just came back from my appointment at the dentist. So I would probably be speaking slightly slower and maybe not as precise as I used to. <laughs> I, I can already feel my tongue doing weird things in my mouth. <laughs> Leave your mouth and your tongue alone. And uh, what's next? I think we should start with your small trip around Europe. Well, my, my um, spring tour. Your spring tour, so yeah. to speak. It started out a little over a week ago in Iceland, where I went to uh, Sigurd Saturday yep. in Reykjavik. That was awesome, I must say. The scenery on Iceland is unlike anything you've yep. ever seen. So, well, let's just say that the paper industry will never be able to <laughs> establish itself on Iceland. Maybe post-its. Now, um, stamps, stamps, perhaps. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it, was, it was gorgeous. Yep. And I just flew into Reykjavik, hopped on a, a bus to the city, went to my hotel that it turns out that there is a slight difference between a hotel <laughs> and a hostel. <laughs> that S. Yes, that S. The S, S mode of hotel. Mm -hmm. And, well, when I went back and actually looked it up, it said hotel. Ah. But it is a hostel <laughs> run by a couple <laughs> of Polish people. So I basically doubled the uh, mean age the average age <laughs> when I stepped through the door. That was weird. A very small cupboard and and, and a shared bathroom and mold. And now, holy crap, not a very great experience. So fo focus on the technical point of view. Yeah. SQL Saturday. SQL Saturday. Is stable, stable is good. Yes. I went into the uh, Reykjavik University yep. and we. Uh, it was a great venue. Uh, once again, it was beautiful. Lots of cool people, lots of great speakers uh, from all over the world. And I think we had in the end 65 or 70 attendees. Yep. That's As good. usual, you get some 30-ish attrition, 30-ish percent attrition rate. Yep. I think there was just about above 100 um, who had signed up and then 70-ish came. And my session, it was the last session of the day. I had 30 people. Great interaction. Everybody was happy. We had great fun. And I had a few very good both questions and, and pointers that I um, immediately put into my, my next time. Great. Yep. And then I pretty much came home and switched my underwear and went straight to Belgium, to Antwerp. And a very new conference called IT Proud. Yep. Primarily geared toward... Uh, IT pros. Yep. It was okay. Uh, it was pretty small. And um, it was the first time they did it. So it was kind of ad hoc. But it worked out very well in the end. I you got to spend a lot of time with Frederick. I did. Which is always a pleasure. It is indeed. Frederick Nielsen is great people. So I had my Cloud Awakens. Yep. My Star Wars theme thing. Only seven attendees though. But I think the whole conference only had like 50. Yep. So that was a bit of a bust. And 15% of the total conference attended your session. Sure. 
Yep. You're pretty fast with math, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was great. I've never been to Belgium. It was fun. Um, SAS was very late, <laughs> unfortunately. Four hours going to Belgium, but it worked out. Anyway. Yeah, and, and to clarify, not SAS, Scandinavian Airlines. SAS is a completely other kind of business. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> then I came back home and actually had a few days to breathe. And then I went to Finland, to Tech Days Finland. Yep. And that was awesome. Yeah, I saw a lot from it at Twitter. Yes. Only positive thoughts. Uh, people seem to have a great time. They did. And I, I spoke to Nikita, who is one of the, the uh, people behind the whole thing. And I told her that, Nikita, we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk seriously. So she sat down and said, okay, what, what do you mean? And I said, Nikita, wherever I look, I see happy people. <laughs> they are smiling. They are learning things. They are interacting. They are enjoying themselves. This is no way to run a conference. <laughs> She took a half beat and then she started laughing. So, yep. yeah, it was it was great. People were very happy, very open. It was a great venue, some 800. It awesome. Yes. Yeah. It, lots of, of uh, old red brick, um, very much light, an atrium and, and stuff. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I was very happy. So, just a question, because uh, when we attended uh, the Nordic Infrastructure Conference, mm -hmm. at least I really enjoyed the, the setup with that you could eat whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Was it the same at Tech Days or did you have a fixed lunch break? We had a fixed lunch. It was served from 11 yep. and going forwards. And it was noodles, shrimp noodles. Yep. So I wouldn't say there was too many calories, <laughs> but it was okay. Yep. I mean, it was... It was because it was I really okay. enjoyed the way they did it, yeah. Nick. Uh, that I think that very makes well. a lot of sense mm -hmm. to do that. Yep. So this one was Secret Server Hates You. Yep. And I had a lot of fun interaction with people. And considering that this is Finland, <laughs> where people generally don't say anything, I mean, it's not uncommon to hear, well, did you enjoy the conference? Yes. <laughs> did you did you like it? Yes, it was very good. <laughs> and that means it was awesome. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just been, yes. <laughs> so Finnish people are different. And different in a, in a, in a good, good way. Did you primarily have developers or IT pros on your side? No, that, that's a very good question. I asked that question and yeah. about half of them were developers. Yeah. 30%-ish were IT pros. So I asked, well, what does the, the rest, rest of, of you? you guys yeah. do to general laughter? So I don't know. Okay, yep. But yeah, I had 30... So I, IT managers, sales... Maybe. Yep. 30, 35 attendees. Yep. Um, uh, surprisingly interactive and, and fun stuff. Yep. How, how good were, were the turnout for the conference? Give or take 800 people. That's that's good. Because yeah. this, this was the first Tech Days in Finland, right? No. Um, no? Okay. This is the first Tech Days Finland after the reboot. Okay. Yep. They've had a few uh, 3,000 people events. Oh. Yeah, so but, but much, we much used bigger. to have that. No, they didn't have a 3,000, but two and a half or something like that when they had Tech Days in Örebro. Yes. Yeah. So they And they've done the same reboot as we have in Sweden. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes time to to both establish and re-establish yeah. uh, an event. So, yeah. So that, yeah. W that was great fun. I uh, can't wait to get back on the road again, but it's, it's going to be a couple of weeks now. Yeah. And we have the coolest thing coming up. 
Global Azure Bootcamp. Exactly. In less than a month. Less than a month in Linköping. I mean, it, it's everywhere, but ours is in Linköping. Yeah. And Super great a, speakers. Yeah, we have a great lineup, both from the developer point of view and also IT pros. Yes. We are securing speakers every day now and mm. we'll soon publish the first uh, sessions. Yep. The first sessions and the uh, embryo to the um, session schedule. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. We have one, two, three, four MVPs yep. at this moment. At this moment, maybe five. Maybe five, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to have five. Are we I, going to yes, have five? Yes, I spoke to him and he, oh. he's okay. Okay, so we are five MVPs. Five then. MVPs, how cool is that? Very much looking forward to that one. Yeah. And it's going to be great to get the experience of, of organizing your own kind of sort of conference. Yeah. Uh, but in, in this case, we have a lot already done for free since the Global Azure Bootcamp concept is very well established. Yep. And I spoke to Minus Mortenson, yep. who is pretty much the guy that started the whole thing yep. just yesterday since he was in, in Finland as well. And um, he, he was very happy to hear that we were going to do this. Yep. In and, uh, we, and we have a pretty good turnout for the size of city we are in. Yes. Uh, I mean, we are already at 70. Yeah. Oh, Yep. Even more now. Yes. Yeah. So we, we had our goal at 100. Yep. And I would say if, if we are able to reach that, that would be such... I would be more than honored. Absolutely. And I mean, we haven't really started pushing this yet. No. But that's going to change basically from now. I'm back yeah. from my tour. You're back from your tour. <laughs> I'm going on vacation for... <laughs> 10 days. <laughs> exactly. So you'll have to do all the hard work with your... No, 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 no. That's what vacations are for. Yeah. I'll be out of the country. No, I don't care. Your Twitters is going <laughs> to work Twitters. out anyways. Yes, that's the problem now with the European Union. That's the main problem with the European Union. You can tweet Roaming. anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I can tweet everywhere. Ah, uh, too bad. Crap. Yep. Uh, moving on. Sure. You went to Redmond. I, d I, d I sure did. Yeah. You came back with a twinkle in your eye. I've had such a great week. I was fortunate enough and so honored to have been invited to a customer connection program with mm -hmm. the Intune and Conflict Manager product groups. And it exceeded every expectation I ever would have imagined to have. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, and everything, like, fr from a travel point of view, the, the flights were Amazing. I had a 14-hour trip from Linköping to Tacoma. What? Yeah. So one and a half hours on a plane from Linköping to Amsterdam. Yeah. Wait for an hour, 10 hours to Redmond. And on the way back, it was 12 hours. So from Linköping, so from my door to Tacoma, I had... 30, 40, uh, 15 hours. Yeah. 15, 16 hours. On the, on the way going yeah. there. Yeah. So, great experience. I'm really pleased with Delta, KLM. Um, yeah. And I then spent a day in downtown Seattle. Mm -hmm. Of course, doing some shopping at Amazon Go. <laughs> of course you did. And the best thing about it was actually looking at people standing inside of the gates, trying to figure out how to get out. Oh. So, they had people like, just go. Go ahead. You're good. Oh. Uh, worked great. No problem at all. Just ex as expected. But it's still... It's it's a strange feeling to pick things out of shelves and then just walk out. How does it work? 
cameras and machine learning. So so the cameras actually record what you yes. pick up and, 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 and put back. So they are able you can browse through things, pick what you like, put it in a bag, take it out of your bag. It's intelligent enough to handle that. Wow. Yep. That's so, cool. So the only thing that isn't automated is that they need to check your ID to purchase alcohol. Oh. And of course they didn't accept my Swedish driver's license. Why? Yeah. And I forgot that I had my passport in my backpack. Anyways, I had plenty of beer afterwards. Uh. Um, <laughs> moving on, we spent three days with uh, people I can't mention, speaking about things I'm not allowed to tell you about, doing things I can't retell. Did you have fun? Fun is not a good way to It is not describe. strong enough a word. Exactly. Ah. Uh, super fun. The product groups are so friendly, so interested in learning, great discussions, really humble. Mm -hmm. um, we spent a lot of time with anyone who's anyone yeah. in the product groups. Great. I, like, I really enjoy the food, the evening event. Uh, we just had a great time. Lots of amazing people. Mm -hmm. um, I've still having conversations with many of them uh hoping to meet many of them again both from the customers and from the partners who attended so i was one of four partners really uh so we were four partners and about 20 customers so a really small group really down to earth um just amazing um great and and the things that's in the pipeline for both config manager and mintune it's awesome stuff. Everything we ever could imagine and um, things we can't imagine. So you're really not going to switch tracks anytime soon? No, I, I'm not uh, required to. Uh, they are pushing it quite hard. And of course, we got to get some information on the release of Config Manager that they released yesterday. Right, release. right. What about that? Yeah, there are so many things in this one. Uh, I'll see if I can start with the thing I wanted to discuss with you. Mm -hmm. Ah, I'm actually if if, if I I'll get back to this. Okay. Because I need to find uh, a second blog post. Mm -hmm. So what's new in Power BI? That's oh. all. That, that's the thing I always can ask you. I know that you <laughs> have something to tell me about. Yes. Um, I mean, the funny thing was that when we spoke about about this last time, the day after the the new um power bi version came out yeah so we missed it by a day and we usually do that we usually do that which is a pity but it was a very exciting month and while there were not that many new things the things that came out were super cool one thing is called the report page tooltip what it is that you can create a new page in power bi desktop yeah with um, visualizations that you can use as a tooltip while hovering over some other visualization. Ooh, yes, that's you're getting useful. it. That's so you have useful. a fully interactive, uh, or interactive is the wrong word, a fully um, active tooltip. Yeah, which you can customize. Hmm. So that is super cool. Yeah, 
they uh, it, this is of course in in preview so it's it's going to have a few bugs that need to be, wor be worked out then bookmarking is now generally available which means that you can always bookmark both in your report and and around your report which makes everything much easier and you can do so much more with with your reports and dashboards yep the interactive interactivity that was a hard nice word. one yeah, yeah but that it that's because of your dentist of course yep nice save <laughs> <laughs> so the interactivity is vastly improved with bookmarking there have been some better or worse uh, hacks to get it to work but now you don't need to do those and, and yeah i'm very happy with that um improved default visual placement things put themselves in in a better way uh you have more control over display units and precision controls for tables and matrix columns what do we have more um improvements for the sap hana connector Oh yes, Azure Analysis Services Connector is now generally available. Oh. It is no longer a preview thing. That's good. Which is amazing since Azure Analysis Services is the bee's knees to use a very strange <laughs> term. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So that's, that's very, very nice. Error reporting has been improved. You can now see previous errors you've encountered. There are a bunch of new custom visuals and several updated custom visuals so all in all not so very flashy changes but yep. a few definite improvements and of course it is now march 23rd so in a couple of weeks we're going to have the next one in april that's going to be even better yep so it it's a lot of things coming in, in the pipeline that we really can't talk about <laughs> but trust me this is cool stuff did you find it i found parts of it okay uh, but i'll actually talk about a thing that they kind of just announced or to be honest really surfaced now mm -hmm. so when you purchase config manager or the license that enables you to use config manager mm -hmm. you are allowed to host it for free in a sql database you get a free sql server license okay to use for config manager is it how does that license work is it a specific set of cpus or can it can you put it on on any box any box as long as you only use it yes. for yeah okay exactly and previously that what you could put in that SQL server was a bit unclear. So you could host your Vsas database, you could host your MDT database, you could host things connected to Config Manager. Sort of, kind of, ish. Okay, just don't talk about it. Yes. Uh -huh. And it was a SQL server standard edition. Standard edition, okay. Yes. Now they've released a new blog post where they uh, clearly approved use rights for the SQL capabilities with System Center Configuration Manager include Site Database Role, makes sense, Visas, Reporting Services, Data Warehouse, Database Replicas, and SQL Server Always On. Okay, hold that thought. <laughs> SQL Server Always On as a replica for what? 
the, uh, it's supported to run your uh, site database role in a highly available configuration using oh, SQL Server always on. Right, now I get it. And since we are still working on S uh, SQL Server standard, yeah. that is going to be a bit of a mess. Since in standard you have what is called always on availability group basic. Yeah. That means you can put one and one only database per availability group. So instead of having all your databases connected to system center or config manager yep. or whatever, and having them fall over to the secondary site together, you need to create one group per database. How many databases is that going to be? It depends. Like if you only run uh, config manager, it's one database. Just one database? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, there you go. And if you have WSUS and so on, yeah. But but it's not SharePoint. Boom! You have ninety four. No, no, it's 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 one. Okay, then it works just fine. Yeah, cool. Uh, this is actually quite interesting, both because you get that you yep. are able to be highly available from a SQL point of view. Uh, but we usually integrate Config Manager with Microsoft Deployment Toolkit. That's mm -hmm. been standard for many years now. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to run oh the database in the same SQL server. The question, is that specifically stated or is it just omitted? Uh, just omitted. Okay, so it might be an oversight. It's up to you if you want to take that risk when Microsoft comes and you have your 26 megabyte large MDT database and you need to pay for your 16 core SQL server. Oh, so that's interesting. That is indeed very interesting and somewhat and ominous. They oh, I, I attended a uh, System Center user group in Stockholm uh -huh. a couple of days ago. Uh, when they mentioned this, they said this is the definite hit to MDT. They are still updating it. Oh, so what, what they're saying is that MDT is going away. Probably. Hmm. Or not going away, but the integration with Config Manager yeah. is going so, away. So uh, can you say anything about... MDT and uh, the future, considering your discussions in Redmond? There were no discussions. Around MDT? Yeah. Oh. Well, that kind of says something. Yeah, it's not the same product group, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, right. So Sorry about that. Yeah, no worries. Okay. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, we also, like I said, we received a new config manager release. I was trying to find things that could have been included in that, but I'll use the blog post. There are a bunch, I believe it's like 35 new features. Wow. Um, one of the things I find really interesting is the ability to configure Windows delivery optimization to use configuration manager boundary groups. Okay. So Microsoft have really have three different technologies to do uh, content sharing between clients and servers. Right. You have branch cache, peer cache, and deliver optimization. Branch cache, uh, is managed by the Windows Server team, peer cache by the Config Manager team, and delivery optimization by the Windows team. And Microsoft usually recommends using all three of them. Oh, delivery optimization is actually it's it's quite interesting. It's it was used initially for Xbox, okay, to share updates. Yep. So delivery optimization today can only deliver uh, content uh, in a peer-to-peer -peer way yep. for Windows updates, Windows upgrades, and store apps. And this is what you can opt out of when you set up a new machine or yes, you can. Or your yeah. 
Yeah. So don't allow sharing on the internet, yes, don't allow sharing exactly. on the local network and so on. Now you're able to use that in combination with your already existing boundary groups in Config Manager, which enables you to tell deliver optimization, only share content with peers in the same boundary group. Right. So you get that dynamic uh, group assignment, yeah. which isn't available elsewhere. Nice. That's interesting. Uh, we now have official support for ARM64 devices. Oh, that was quick. Yep. Uh, that's not a preview. That's nope. Wow. Uh, we have now Cloud Management Gateway in general availability uh, with support for Azure Resource Manager. So the ability to actually do more things on the internet without requiring you to set up a bunch of features. This is really easy to set up and use. Yeah. Uh, we are now able to use task sequences for OS upgrades over the Cloud Management Gateway. So running a task sequence at OS upgrade task sequence over the internet. Wow. Yep. So how, how does that cope with uh, connectivity issues and, and bad days and people standing on the pipeline and stuff like that? Ask me something else, please. Okay. Yep. Moving on. Uh, they are deprecating uh, Linux and Unix client support. What? Yes. Uh, what? They will be... Uh, I just saw this. Uh, will not be uh, Microsoft. In, I, I'm reading from the blog post. Microsoft intends to deprecate the Linux and Unix client support in System Center configuration manual roughly one year from now, such that the clients will not be included in the SCCM 1902 release in early calendar 2019. The configuration manager 1810 release in late calendar 2018 will be the last release to include the Linux and Unix clients, and they will be supported for the full lifecycle of configuration manager 1810. After configuration manage 1810, customers should consider Microsoft Operations Management Suite for managing Linux servers. OMS has extensive Linux support that in most cases exceed configuration manager functionality, including end-to-end -end patch management for Linux. So they are pushing towards the OMS suite instead? For Linux and Unix, yes. Interesting. Is and this a... A result of the fact that most Unix and Linux machine, or most Linux machines, I should say, run in Azure. Could be. Could be. Could be. And Since that you, I, I'm guessing, like, if you look at it, Config Manager, though able to manage servers, it's mostly focusing on clients. Yeah. OMS is mostly focused on servers. Yeah. So, so it's not that weird. No. Okay. Makes cool. sense. Uh, lots of things with co-management, new browser policies, um, yeah, lots of new features. I can keep on going. As always, keep up. Yep. Do upgrade. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, just quick on Intune, new release this week, uh, new visual updates for Company Portal for Android, and new Windows Defender exploit guard settings. So we used to have something called Emmet. Mm -hmm. uh, that's now exploit guard. Oh, okay. we now have five new settings for it in Intune. Cool. Do you remember me talking about the managed instance? Secret Server yes. managed instance. Yep. It was actually finally released to public preview. Hooray! Give or take uh, 10 days ago. Yep. And I, of course, immediately jumped on this and said, yeah, I, I want to try this out. So you need to uh, fill out one of the... Um, um, surveys things and say yes I want to be part of this and they're going to come back to you and, and give you what you need yep. well here's the thing 
two days ago, I received an email that said, yeah, about that. <laughs> it turns out that they had a huge influx of people that wanted to do this. Yep. So they j basically told me that we're not going to get to your application for at least two or three weeks. Oh. Uh, I read Brent Ozar's. Um, he, he's got part of this. So, so yep. he kind of disassembled one of them and looked at what makes it tick. So I, I know a few things about it, and I'm very much looking forward to getting my hands on and, and putting it through its paces, because I think it's going to be very, very interesting. And very many people that I talked to at Tech Days were waiting for Managed Instance, since they weren't that happy with the performance of Azure SQL Server. Yep. And I went to a, a customer site last Monday, or actually this Monday, um, they're a, a fairly small company in, in North Shopping that um, host fairly serious uh, clients in their Azure environment. Yep. And I was working with the always on availability groups on SQL Server VMs. Yep. Just the disks for those two machines are 10K Swedish Krona per month. Yeah. Do the math. But I've always heard that disks are cheap. Sure. <laughs> Unless you don't use SSDs. Premium disks are not cheap. No, I know. And that's the thing. And in this case, and that that's the thing. And 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 it's more than one disk. <laughs> there are several disks. Yep. They they need the power, and yep. that is the problem with Azure SQL Server. They don't feel they have the the requisite power, so yep. they run on VMs, despite yep. this being quite more expensive yep and also config manager isn't supported on sql azure currently so it isn't nope uh <coughs> sql oh, is uh, config agent. manager is strange agent probably uh, and other things uh, which i can't remember uh, on top of my head it's, it's store procedures that don't work probably uh, extended store procedures yeah um, okay it's possible to hack it really isn't supported. Hmm. Would be interesting to see if that could run on the managed instance. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I ran into a, a Microsoft guy at Tech Days. You did? Yeah, <laughs> several. And we had a discussion about, uh, since we, we ran into each other two years ago, and we had a discussion about the um, what, what alternatives you have for the SQL agent in, in Azure. And he wrote a blog post that I took as a, a springboard to keep going with and i did a, a follow-up blog post yep we we spoke to him for, and he he told me that there is a kind of sql agent completely independent of azure sql server in private preview on microsoft but they haven't decided yet if they're going to release it at all so the technology is there the the um, the concept is there but we haven't seen it in a while yet yep so cool stuff and we were never going to be bored <laughs> nope and speaking of bored i'm afraid we need to stop we're done yeah we have so much more to talk about i know but we'll be back next week we will <laughs> yeah at least according to my calendar then i'm pretty sure your calendar is wednesday. right wednesday correct well we will see you then and thank you very much for listening thank you have a good one bye bye